0: Welcome to the Categorically Romance podcast. My name is Brie, and I've never done this before. We're winging it. Here we go. I am joined today by two of our favorite people. Erin is here. Say hi, Erin.
1: Thank you for having me again.
0: And Nicole is here. Hello, Nicole
2: you did fantastic i don't know what you're talking about
1: yeah <laughs> thank
0: you thank you guys okay welcome to 2022 babies welcome to 2022
2: yeah. and already
0: the end of january like what oh, what is happening Freddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> did january fly by for y'all or creep by for y'all
2: oh no it flew by
1: it, really? it felt like a mix of both like the days are long the you know the month was short yeah
2: yeah
0: yeah i i I'm like oh my gosh it's like tax time here in America already uh-huh.
2: <laughs> I was actually just looking like at my employers like you know we have our self-service portal and they haven't even finished our w-2s yet and I'm like that's fine I mean tax day isn't until April but yeah. was, usually it's done by now yeah <laughs> and I'm like okay no w-2 that's fine <laughs> my husband and I were already like six years behind anyway it's fine (laughs) yeah
0: I mean okay so 2021 did it feel like this weird in between for y'all like what do you hope to get out of 2022
2: oh gosh Um, yeah uh, (laughs) I mean I have hopes for a lot of things and the more I get involved with it the more I find out how much actually is needed to do this thing that I'm trying to do and that's self-publish a book Mm -hmm. and like I'm in a uh, private I'm in a group message with um, RM Virtues and Whitney over at Books With Me and every time I'm just like I'm like oh yeah I did this thing isn't that cool and then RM would chirp up and be like you also need to do this thing and I'm like oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) and it's just like there's always just one other thing that I forgot so I've just been like taking notes (laughs) Yeah, I have this like no app on my phone where I'm just like, okay, things you need to do when you're publishing a book, and I'm just like writing everything that he mentions. <laughs> I'm like, oh god, it's so much, it's yeah. so much.
1: Well, that's awesome that you have him as a resource, though.
2: Oh god, yeah. I don't, I don't know what I would do. I would be like just flailing. I'm like, ah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I would actually just try to like upload something on Amazon, and, we, and Amazon would be like, well, you actually need this. You right? Actually need this. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, dang it. <laughs> kicked back and here's why (laughs) exactly exactly well we
0: are here to kind of catch up on writing so i mean let's go there tell us some of the misconceptions like what if what have you learned so far in the process of self-publishing like what do people not know
2: um well it like a lot of this a lot of this stuff might seem like uh duh nicole like yeah you need that But it's just like I didn't even really think about it. It's just like, you know, I've been like sending y'all like just those pictures of the covers I've been designing and everything. And I'm just like, oh, my God, this is like uh, this is actually a lot of fun. I didn't think I'd really be any good at it. I still don't think I'm really any good at it. Um, But it's like if you want to publish it in Kindle, like that's fine. Just the front, you know cover is fine but Mm -hmm. if you actually want to print a paperback you need to design a back cover and a spine which i had no idea i'm just like oh yeah that kind of makes sense yeah yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i'm just like you're right that makes sense why didn't i think of that and then um the isbn's you need to purchase those and each format of your book that you're selling needs to have its own isbn oh So yeah, you RM gave me a website. I think it's Bonker, something like that. Um, and you can buy like a bunch of them. Like they have like bulk where you can buy ten ISBNs. It's like three hundred dollars. Oh <laughs> my god! Wow. You can buy you can buy one for um, for one hundred and twenty five. I think it is. But it's just like wow.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Every- but that's just one, and you need yeah. one for each format. Yeah. So I guess if, you, if you're if you going to KU, you don't need an ISBN for KU. I could be completely wrong in giving misinformation. But if you want to sell in paperback, that is one ISBN. If you want to sell on Barnes & Noble, their nook, you need an ISBN. If you want to sell paperback mm-hmm. on Barnes & Noble, oh. you need a different ISBN. If you want to do an audiobook, another i was like oh my god so like potentially one book could have like four different isbn's and there's four of your 10 for 300 dollars for one book
0: wow <laughs> wow
2: yeah it's kind of like oh my god <laughs> i mean i remember
0: you telling us like it's expensive but oh yeah i didn't realize what all of the expenses entailed isbn's yeah. multiple yeah <laughs> for the same
2: title yeah exactly And, oh, and RM did say, like, do not buy barcodes. Like, you do not need to buy barcodes. Like, don't ever do that. So I'm just like, okay, thank God. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Because I guess, like, once you're, like, selling on a platform, they will give you a barcode, which is nice. Like, thank you. (laughs) So you don't need to buy, like, your separate one. Um, I was like, thank goodness you told me that because I would have been money wasted. (laughs) I mean, at that point, if
0: you spent money on all these other things. I'm sure you would assume. I guess oh, I gotta put a barcode too. <laughs>
2: yeah, absolutely. barcode. Yes, of course. Yeah. What else are we gonna scan? Yeah.
0: Okay. So tell everybody about this—the whole editor situation okay. that you shared with
2: us. So I did find an editor. Um, her name is Gabby. Her Twitter. I believe she's on. She's on Instagram too. Um, is Gabs with Purpose, and she is a freelance editor. And uh, she's also on that Word Makers platform that Tasha L. Harrison started. And I had been following her on Twitter for some time. And, you know, I was just like, you know, I, I do need an editor. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like, <laughs> why not someone that I know? And so I just – I did recently reach out to her, and we confirmed and sort of booked um, for me to submit stuff to her in June. So she's going to be beta reading something that's, um hasn't been seen by anyone. It's been seen by you guys because, you know, your work we're a writer's group I share things with you yeah. but um, <laughs> nobody else has seen it so it's just like okay she can beta read that she like she has that service she also does copy editing um like she also does <clears throat> like if you're thinking about writing a book or you have right you're writing a book and then like if you're stuck on something and you can't really figure out how to with the plot and everything, she can help you with that. And then also mm-hmm. she does, you know, like line edits and things like that. So like there's a bunch of different services on her website which, mm-hmm. you know, you can she talks to and we've been emailing back and forth about what actually we need and stuff like that. So it was really she's been really helpful. I haven't said anything to her yet, but she's been really helpful. <laughs> 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 and I also, like, am very nervous, even though, no, I haven't sent anything to her yet. I'm very nervous. <laughs> right. Because, like, that's
0: feels like, okay, after you've spent money and all of that stuff, but, like, that's sending your work to somebody. That's a different level of, like, oh, shit, this is for real.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing this. Right. And Katie, she recently, Katie Roberts, she recently just tweeted, um... I think it was just yesterday or the other day she was like i've been doing this for 10 years and every time i get edits back from my editor i feel like such a fraud like i shouldn't be doing this because it's all like obviously the first draft you send to your editor it's a mess right it's a mess first drafts mm-hmm. are supposed to be like that so you shouldn't feel like inadequate but i feel like i'm gonna feel like that and that the fact that katie robert also feels like this she's probably one of the most successful authors that i know personally i'm just like okay you feel like that i'm okay
0: <laughs> let's just get shirts that say I feel not like a fraud. <laughs> <It's
2: Yeah. fine. laughs> I feel like a fraud. It's fine. Living <laughs>
1: imposter syndrome. Right? Yes.
2: Oh, it was so it was so bad. It was so bad. I was like, why am I even contemplating doing this? I can't write. It's garbage. I'm gonna throw my laptop away. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but if Katie fucking Robert feels like a fraud, we're okay feeling like a fraud.
2: Exactly. I'm actually <laughs> a fraud. If she feels like she's a fraud, I'm actually a fraud. <laughs> But yeah, so it kind of makes me feel better like that. And it's actually like um, Whitney, she also said that she put like she made like a budget like spreadsheet. I was like, I should probably do that. I should create a budget. (laughs) Like (laughs) do know exactly what I'm spending. Yeah, that's a great idea. Um, But I'm also scared to do that because just the money that I am contemplating spending on doing this, I'm already in the red. You know, it's like (laughs) before you Mm -hmm. even publish the book, you're in the red. It's kind
0: of crazy. I did and not stippening. realize. <laughs> how, I mean, I did not. I we I knew indie authors did all the things themselves. Mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I did not realize there was so much money up front before you put the book out
2: there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, putting that money out there and spending that money with no guarantee that you're going to get that back. Right, uh-huh. in any kind of timely manner, you know. Yeah. And I think Reelsy uh, Reelsy Adams, another author that I love and enjoy, um, she recently tweeted a couple weeks ago that she didn't see her first hundred dollars for like a year. Like, oh my gosh, hundred dollars, a hundred dollars. Just that she didn't get her first hundred dollar like royalty check or whatever they call it for a year, and I'm just like that. That is
0: doing it mm-hmm. purely out of I love to write and I have stories to tell. Yeah, exactly.
2: And sometimes, like... you know, that's what indie authors do. They're doing it because for the joy of it. Because mm-hmm. if Reelsy fucking Adams didn't make her first hundred dollars for a year. <laughs>
0: I'm a fraud and it's fine.
2: What else are we going to do? Like, just for the fun of it, you know? <laughs> just for the fun of it, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I've read everything of, of your current manuscript and it reads like something that would absolutely blow up on KU. Yeah. So I'm, I'm I'll so just so put that out there.
2: That's how so you're no, not a fraud. <laughs> so mean of you to say. I know you're my friend and you have to say that, but. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that 's really, say it. That's
2: really <laughs> sweet thank you I, you know this is one thing i mean i 've never wrote anything like succubus and it 's it 's been fun it 's been exciting it 's also kind of daunting um and the fact but it's that- so you like this
0: yeah. is the book that
1: uh-huh.
0: nicole would
2: write
1: yeah <laughs>
2: <laughs> but also the fact that you know if i if when when sorry we're doing when not if um i do publish it the fact that um my family members could find it and read it i'm just like
1: you got that pen name ready
2: i know i got the pen name (laughs) it's fine
0: i'm always like they're gonna know what a horrible monster i really am
2: (laughs) oh my god you look at me as like um seven guys huh (laughs) Mm -hmm. seven whole dick yes
1: (laughs) <laughs> hey, you know it's it's the perfect amount for her so you know it it, it works for out. her so, for
2: her yes yeah, she needs seven dicks i personally don't need seven dicks it, but for perfect, her, perfect example
0: of make it make sense you yes. made it make sense okay <laughs> exactly
2: or if i was a succubus maybe i might need seven dicks but <laughs> <laughs> i'm not i'm just human
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness okay erin you've been trying out plotter
1: Yes. So uh, my spouse, Lane, uh, tried out, uh, got a license for a year, and I've been messing around with it a bit myself, too. I've looked kind of at the templates that they have for, you know, hitting the right beats of certain types of stories. So they've got the thriller, they've got the hero's journey, the sci-fi, the fantasy. They have two romance novel formats. One is pretty quick, and it's, you know, what you would what you would see in a category. The other one is specifically was, is, was designed by a writer. I can't I can't remember her name, but she's got a whole book promoting the process and everything. But I think it's definitely more of a single title, probably women's literature format, because the way she laid it out is that you establish both characters. And she said that the meet cute would be about 25% of the way through the book and i'm and i'm like wow that's that's kind of far in (laughs) that's a lot of yeah that's a lot of extra plot going on you know um for for a romance which which is fine you know that you know romance doesn't have to be all about that but that's not exactly what i'm trying to write right now so i've been messing around with that um but really just been sticking to just writing in google docs and you know just trying trying to get better Hi. So the. Uh, are you just the,
0: like more comfortable with Google Docs? Like, are you still maybe interested in? Because tr- Plotter is one that I hear a lot. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I Google haven't... Docs, old faithful man. Like, I don't yeah. know. I yeah. love it too. I
1: love yeah, Google I just Docs. love that I can pull it up anywhere, and you know, have at it. You know, formatting on it is, you know, on your phone is is not a fun. Nightmare. You know? A <laughs> nightmare. <laughs> but you know, you can get in on your browser, and you can fix all that. But. <laughs> yeah i just i just love the you know the basic word processor
0: well i shared with you before we started recording like i know what category line you're aiming for and when i was reading your book i was like oh this is absolutely one of those i mean i don't want to share it if you don't want to share it so
1: (laughs) uh well yeah well i'm targeting special edition Okay. yeah because it's it's a contemporary um my first draft of this i set it in a big city setting in chicago Uh, even though it was you know a pretty small group of friends it could have it probably could have still worked but i i went ahead and moved it to a small town just uh, because it was easier and i'm not living as close to chicago as i used to so uh you know just uh you know which i love the city and i have spent a good amount of time there but a native would definitely probably catch something and be like, no no, no, that's wrong that's
0: wrong (laughs) that's not the name of the pizza place <laughs> of course that's what you get right? Right. <laughs> two stars
2: ridiculous <laughs> he's never been to chicago in his life <laughs>
0: And so with yours, you're like rewriting it, right? Mm-hmm. Like you have yeah. someone read it and they gave you some feedback. And how do you feel about it now? So
1: I think I think I'm closing in. So I <laughs> it's a process. You know, the first so this story was the first manuscript that I actually ever completed. But I made just, you know, a lot of amateur mistakes in it, which which is fine. You know, I I just wanted to get a manuscript done and say I I'd actually wrote a book, you know, whether it's published or not, mm-hmm you know, and and it it was, it was very, I was very proud of myself for it. But, you know, there were a lot of mistakes. Um, I didn't put as much, you know, internal monologuing and stuff in there, because I was hung up on the, oh, well, you have to show not tell. And if you're telling someone their thoughts, that's telling and, you know, getting, getting too buried in advice, you know, things like that. Um, I also fell in love with a side character and wrote a romance in there as well. So it's like a two couple romance. So it ended up being this (laughs) 160,400 plus page.
0: You know, my thoughts on romances <laughs> being over 400 yeah, right. pages. <laughs> make it make sense.
1: It, and so I, you know, so I'm like, all right, so we got to cut this into two books, obviously, here. Yeah. And, you know, I've got to, you know, I've got to just rework it again. And, you know, I, I wrote I completed another manuscript to a paranormal um, in 2020, and and yeah, you know, I, I thought I had improved so much in in my my craft and everything like that, and I had, but I actually dusted it off and went back to it and read the started reading the first chapter, and I'm like, oh my god, oh my <laughs> god, this thing this thing needs so much work.
0: <laughs> what did you pick up on that was wrong?
1: Uh, so it was the same thing. So just too much matter of factness, so just okay. too much dialogue. Uh, well, so so it was dialogue heavy and action oh. heavy. They did this, they said this. um, filter words was another big one. Um, you know, she <laughs> she felt his hand on it, you know, felt saw, you know, thought and instead of just, you know, getting right to that action. So that's just, you know, mm-hmm. behaviors that that you have to learn. and and I know there's still hundreds more that that I need to that I need to perfect, like, like writing a love scene, there's, there's a, they are tough. They are really tough. Like to make it not cringy is, is difficult. Right. You
0: know? right. <laughs> and people do you know? it all
1: the time. I know. <laughs>
2: well, I can wait to read a love <laughs> scene written by one of you guys. Like, seriously.
1: You're probably going to, you're going to come up on Boxer and be like, it's not steamy enough. <laughs> Why <laughs> that isn't faded there? Way way too, that too soon. <laughs>
0: Bree, stop trying to make it such a sweet love scene. They're having (laughs) sex. (laughs) Use stronger
2: words. I need explicitness.
0: (laughs) Okay. One thing you touched on that I want to ask you all about. Okay. When you read romance, right? When you read so much of it, we Mm -hmm. are well equipped to write a book. You know, like like you said, at least get the first draft done. Mm -hmm. Uh But I do think something you touched on, Aaron, was like kind of staying away from the advice. At what Mm -hmm. point did you all say to yourselves like I can do this I don't I can just let me filter out all the writing advice that I've read or I've heard like just sit down and do it Mm because I think if you're new it is really easy to get caught up like I was on Twitter the other day and I saw someone like hey if you know of a writing class let me know and I think those are very helpful I mean I for one I'm like If I could afford one, I would absolutely take it just to see what advice is out there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But then you can become so hung up on that Mm -hmm. that now you're procrastinating and not actually writing, I think. Mm -hmm. So, how did y'all like just get ass in seat and write and like filter out all the noise? Like, oh, it has to be this and they have to meet by this page and blah, blah, blah. Like, when did you, when did that hit for you?
1: I think for me, it was. It was when the story just took root in myself, in mm-hmm. my head, and needed to come out. You know, it it was it was painful for it to stay locked in my brain. You know, and it, it didn't matter if you know what what I saw in my head was. I, I think of this cla- this meme I've seen on on Twitter, and I love it. And it's it's you know my story in my head, and it's um, Henry Cavill as Geralt, you know, in The Witcher, and then my story on page, and it's Ross in that pirate shirt, you know, from <laughs> Friends. <laughs> you know? <laughs> that's exactly how it goes. Out. <laughs> so, but, you know, even if, even if that's it, just, you know, just for the sake of your confidence, it's, it's fine to just write something crappy. Like the first things I started writing were erotica because, <laughs> because I was, I was dissatisfied with the low quality of some of the stuff that's just thrown out on the internet. And it it's like, you know, you can, it's like, I could, I could do better than this. and And that's how I cut my teeth is, you know, I start something out, you know, I'd lose interest in it, start something new, lose interest in that, start and then eventually, you know, I I thought up an actual romance romance and it's like, "Oh, this is this could be something." Yeah. yeah.
0: I love that because you hear a lot of authors that started with fan fiction mm-hmm. saying the same thing. Like they really had no writing background, but they loved this fandom and that really kind of helped them hone the craft of writing in general and it's like, "Damn, I feel like I missed out on a lot of <laughs> cool stuff out there on the internet what about you nicole
2: well i had started writing you know i feel like yeah i started writing when i was like 16 so i don't really count that but um when i really started writing um that was before i started my booktube channel before i was on twitter before i was on instagram before i knew really anyone (laughs) <laughs> before, <laughs> before anyone really, I had any kind of person to ask about this. Like, I was just kind of like, "Oh, I'm just going to sit down and do this," you know. And I really didn't, I didn't know. All I knew about writing was from reading the the amount of stuff that I have read. I really mm-hmm. did not, I didn't, you know, or like, I didn't really have the resources that I have now. Like, even when I first started my BookTube channel, you know, I didn't really have a lot of, you know, authors that I knew that I could yeah. ask that Mm -hmm. I do that I have found in this last year. So I was really just, you know, I really just kind of sat down and just did what I thought was right. You know, I tried to do proper grammar, like I was taught. And, you know, it's just, you know, I do feel like the more that you read, the more, the better writer you are.
0: So with you all both being book and like on YouTube book influencers, does that like seeing at what point? Because for me, I had this moment where I was like, okay, you can continue to be the person behind the scenes talking about what everybody else is doing and never write your own stuff. Or you can put yourself out there and see what happens. Mm -hmm. Did you ever have that like... I'm a reviewer though. You know, like kind of like we talked about with the imposter syndrome of like, who the hell do I think I am? Like to write a book. I'm somebody that talks about books. But that's kind of what I think has been motivating for me because you are seeing more book influencers just kind of going for it and writing their own stuff too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And I and it's almost kind of a natural progression, I feel like. I think it's not specific to to booktubers or book influencers or or whatever or Critics, even it's just readers. I think every passionate reader has a story they want to tell, and it just takes the you know the confidence and and believing in yourself to to actually do it. And yeah, I, I I think it's great. You know, that's there's always more stories to tell. We always need more books, even though we are are all stressed out that we're not <laughs> going to be able to read all the books and we want to in our lifetime, but we still want more to come out. <laughs>
0: So, have you struggled at all with, like, I want to obviously write, but we are readers, kind of like professional readers. We all talk about books somewhere. Mm -hmm. So, do you struggle with that piece a little bit? Like, I'm a reader. Like, I don't know. Authors say all the time, like, when I'm writing a book, I don't read. Mm -hmm. But we are literally, like, readers first and trying to write. So, it's like switching the brain off.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I, I mean, actually I can't not
0: do it you know like I mm-hmm. can't not read something right yeah. yeah
1: yeah I I stopped beating myself over that uh over the last NaNoWriMo so I paused my category journey mm-hmm. to focus <laughs> on did. NaNo and it didn't help me focus on it at all and okay. I and the year before during NaNo I didn't stop myself purposely stop myself from pleasure reading during it and I and I and I did it you know in in 2020 so I I don't know if anyone else has this but sometimes I'll be listening to an audiobook and doing the dishes you know or whatever and my own story ideas start spinning around and i and i have to pause my audiobook and you know go go back a few minutes or whatever because i was formulating mm-hmm. my own story in my head because something even if it was just a sentence and it's not stealing it or anything it's just oh something like that i could you know rework yeah. this and that and i could get that kind of feeling at this part in my manuscript. Mm -hmm. And, and so I think reading actually helps us be better writers. And I think Carrie Nichols actually said something to that effect on this podcast, Mm -hmm. uh, that that she had to stop beating herself up over, you know, um, closing herself off from outside influence while trying to write a book.
0: (laughs) We need it. Oh, music is like, I have found a couple of songs, like, I didn't get it right people were like make playlists and all Mm -hmm. of that but when you find a song where you're like oh this is that moment in the book I've been (laughs) thinking about it's like yes yes Mm -hmm. replay replay (laughs) replay what about you Nicole because you'll message us and you'll be like okay I'm reading until 11 and then I'm turning reader brain off and I'm gonna (laughs) write so
2: (laughs) but yeah it's just like it's it's definitely it's hard to kind of you know, be one or the other, because we're not we're both right. And um, like Aaron was saying, like, you definitely get inspiration from things that you're reading, like, why are all the authors that we know, why did they start writing books? It's because they either read something that they really loved and they, it inspired them or, you know, they wanted to like Aaron, like you were saying, like wanted to try to write it better. Like I can do better than this, you know, it's like kind of, it's like, so it's, has it's, it's, has stemmed from reading, you know, like, mm-hmm. so to be able to, you know, focus on one completely is very hard, you know, it's, it's almost, you know, impossible. Like I, I can't go a whole day without reading something, you know, Yeah. whether it be, Whether it would be like a like a whip from one of you guys or another friend or my own, like I have to be reading something, you know, and it does, it really does help and inspire, and I definitely, I wholeheartedly believe that the more you read, the better writer you are, you know. It's just. It's just the way it is. <laughs> I don't make yeah. the rules. But yeah, it's, <laughs> there's there definitely comes a time though where you have to time manage because especially if you have either self-imposed like schedules or deadlines or you actually have deadlines when you you know do these things and you have to submit something by June, you're like, you don't want to be like, okay, it's May 31st and I haven't worked on anything and I have to submit something in June, you know? So it's kind of like you do need to, there's a time where you're like, okay, I need to get my butt in the chair and do something. You know? Aaron, Valentine's <laughs> Day, Aaron. Yeah, I,
1: Day. I know. I'm stressing out enough about it. Yes, thank you. Thank <laughs> yes, you, Bree. Yes, thank
0: you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I definitely... And I feel like you'll be ready and I'll be on the sidelines like, yet another freaking pitch event happened and I missed it.
1: <laughs> I I am definitely stressing out. I'm trying, but yeah, it's... It's a lot of weight that I'm probably unfairly putting on myself because you can submit it at any time, yeah. you know, but they're they're actually specifically looking for new authors, you know, <laughs> the, this specific time. And it's like, oh, my gosh, like,
2: <laughs> well, like, you don't want Susan's the actually going to be looking
1: for submissions like this is my yeah. chance.
2: <laughs> you don't yes. want the opportunity to pass you by, you know, mm-hmm. but it's just like. And you, it's kind of hard to be like, okay, well, there'll be other opportunities, but like, but this one's here now. Like, Mm
1: -hmm. yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So y'all know I was struggling with character stuff. I heard all the advice in the world. It sounded a little bit much for me but I finally sat and actually took some of it to heart. So, one of the I was in a clubhouse one day and one of the authors that was in there, they do them every I think Wednesday or Thursday. And um this day they were talking about conflict and one of the authors, indie authors that was in there, she said, you know, if your conflict, if it's not feeling strong enough like again, you and I think all of us have talked about this before like you got to really sit and think about those characters some more. And one of the pieces of advice was like one author's like I break out there's a book on birth order, which I was Mm -hmm. like, I heard someone talk about this on another podcast before. And I was like, it is very fascinating. I am a true oldest child. (laughs) Um, So she's like, I break out my old, the um, birth order book. She's like, I figure out their Zodiac signs. And I'm like, this sounds like a bit much, but I'm going to sit and I'm going to do it. And I I did. I'm like, okay, my heroine's the oldest child. My hero's the only child because that's a factor too. Figured out their birthdays. Okay. Did some research on Zodiac signs. Heroes of Scorpio like me. Know that to the T. My heroine, she's like a Cancer. I'm like sitting there, like looking at like the 101s of these Zodiac signs. I'm like, these are personality traits essentially. Yeah. And <laughs> the more that I like kind of typed it all out, I'm like, it just started coming to fruition. And Mm -hmm. I'm really kind of blurry a little bit on the Enneagram, but I was like, let's see what these mugs Enneagrams would be. (laughs) So (laughs) I did that too. And it all just kind of like came together. So if you're like me and you're struggling with like the frou of like, figuring out your characters literally just kind of dumb it down and be like okay when would their birthday be okay well what's the, the trait of a Capricorn you know <laughs> like right and it kind of just all made and I was able to okay because she's this way and he's this way that right there alone could be part of the conflict and stuff like that so I'm in a I feel like I'm in a good place now I'm like two chapters in I'm kind of reworking the first chapter which I know I need to stop <laughs> but um yeah that's that part the character part was really intimidating me I did not really understand what I was supposed to do
2: <laughs> but it's actually a really great idea though I never even thought of that yeah
1: I, yeah, I had never even thought about zodiac <laughs> signs either did yeah. you
2: guys <laughs> I <used to> be, <laughs> <did> be
0: surprised <laughs> oh gosh like Aaron I did get my husband bought a he bought final draft. So I have a new program. I like it, but I have to explore it some more to learn how to use it in all its capabilities. Cause honestly, mm-hmm. I'm just mm-hmm. like, I copied my stuff over from Google docs, but I'm like,
2: please stay here. Just. In case. Oh yeah. It's like, just in case. Yeah. like yeah. I never delete uh, anything anymore. Cause I yeah. did that once and nearly had a stroke, but, <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> but it's, it's definitely like, looking into it and just seeing exactly how much money you have to spend to indie publish a book i'm using as many free options as possible <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> google docs is free <laughs> yeah you yeah. know it's like i'm sure there's a lot of better programs like out there you know like for formatting and actually having it look like a manuscript and all that stuff and can't can't you know how many, many authors,
0: authors? Yeah. <laughs> still so many authors still write by
2: hand oh so that we makes can my use Google. Doc.
1: Thinking about it It
2: makes mine hurt too. <laughs> well, when I was doing that first twenty k in five days, and I did all of that on my phone, my freaking thumbs and pinky started hurting. I'm like, "Are you? You did kidding? do a
0: lot of writing on your phone.
2: I never even <laughs> thought like my arthritis would just kick up. You know, was holding my phone and just be like.
1: <laughs> but you know what? That's that's actually something. Writing on your phone for some reason. I think for some people is far less intimidating than sitting down at that desk, making sure you got your coffee. Okay. Do I have my mood music? Do I, you know, am I ready? Like, let me check this email first. And then, you know, sometimes just, you know, like you're in the waiting room and it's like, I'm just going to, I'm just going to, you know, write some write some paragraphs here and the pressure is so low that it makes it easy so it, it's that can be something too to just cut you know, your it, teeth just write on your phone yeah yeah
2: it definitely you know just pulling out your phone and writing while I'm at work I do that mostly when I'm at work or yeah in the waiting room you know when you're you know just waiting for something or you know if you commute if you're on a train or a bus or whatever it kind of takes away all the stuff that you think you have to have before you can start writing. Like your lighting or your mood music or your coffee or your this. I have to get this right. I was like, "Oh, let me just let me just get on Twitter really quick and just say that I'm writing. Let me just update, <laughs> you know, like I'm writing. Hey, yeah, you know, yeah. let's just get that all let's just get that all out of the way. You don't have that when you just are in a doctor's waiting room or if you're at work or if you know usually you just pull out your phone and just start writing. There's nothing you need to do to get ready to write and it also came to train your brain to do that at home you're like oh i don't need any of this when i'm just picking up my phone and starting to write like i don't need mood music i don't need this i don't need that yeah so
1: yeah my worst is when I'm in like a Zoom meeting for work and like waiting for someone to to show up, and I'm like, oh, let me just let me just put yeah. this idea <laughs> down real quick, and I, I start getting into it, and then they show up. It's like, oh, awesome. all right, Stay John. i okay. <laughs> in the middle of house. a romantic
0: scene. I was in the middle of a romantic scene, and John shows up on time. Yeah, John shows up mid
2: thrust. Thanks, John. <laughs>
1: You weren't invited here.
2: You weren't invited here. <laughs> you're not one of the seven. Get out of here.
1: <laughs> yeah. There was no it's John. Proud, the seven.
2: Buddy.
0: <laughs> I love that, though, because I feel like that's essentially like if you're at a restaurant and an idea comes to you, write the shit down on a napkin. I mean, it's the same mm-hmm. thing. You don't have to be. At your computer, Mm -hmm. you can write literally just about anywhere
2: these days. Mm -hmm. Yeah, seriously. None of this, like, oh, I'll remember. No, you won't. No, you won't. Yeah, I promise you, you won't. I don't care how great your memory is. You will not remember that idea that you're having right now before your food gets here. Like, you (laughs) know, like you will not Uh remember. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We are living great ideas just... (laughs)
0: Poof. Yeah. Bye. Mm-hmm. We are living yeah. in 2022, okay? Literally five minutes from now is not guaranteed. Write the idea down, okay? <laughs> right, yeah. We all have
1: TikTok brain. Our memories don't last. <laughs> I just do
0: no. I have the memories span of a goldfish, okay? Like, yeah. no. <laughs> I have been like losing tracks of time, you guys. It's become oh. kind of scary. Like I lost, this sounds so stupid, but I lost a remote. I could tell you what I was doing up until, I could tell you exactly what I was doing after, but those literally like 20 seconds of time, I cannot retrieve from my brain at all. And I'm like, where's the remote? How did, what did I do with it? And I'm just like, this is freaking 2022, this is life. <laughs>
1: we're losing
2: tracks of time that happens to me all the time it's scary it's it's so like the way you described it like you remember everything up until and everything after this one thing you're trying to remember and I'm like why is this happening to me (laughs) (laughs) like I was sitting there trying to like because I you know with my workout adventure I'm also counting calories and so I was like I didn't add, I like upload or I didn't add stuff to my one on one of the days so I'm like oh I gotta go back and do this like what did I have for dinner on Thursday <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like sitting there I know exactly what I did I was like I was sitting in like and my dinner was right in front of me watching a show with my husband who was sitting over there and I I'm literally visualing me looking down at my plate and there, there's nothing on it <laughs> And I'm like, why can't I see it? <laughs> what did I put in my body? I was so I was like, are you kidding me right now? <laughs> I mean, I it, sat there for 30 minutes trying to figure it out. And you still oh. haven't remembered? Oh, I remembered. I was like, I was in the shower and I'm like, I hate chicken noodle soup.
1: <laughs> Those shower thoughts. <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh my gosh, dang it. I immediately, I got like, I was in the shower. I like, I got out my phone. I'm like, I've got to put it in there now because I will not remember by the time I'm out. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was having such a hard time and my husband's like, it's not that serious. like, it is that serious.
0: <laughs> I need to remember. You need to yes. remember
2: these things. <laughs> oh so God. why do our brains uh, betray us like that
0: <laughs> we're last couple of days of january so you've had pop culture readathon oh,
2: buffy yeah. stuff going on <laughs> yes how has yes. that been it's been great i really um you know i i'm loving i love buffy the vampire slayer with my entire being love it love it love it and um i'm I'm almost done. I'm almost done with all the prompts and stuff. I think I need to read like one or two more books, which I feel like I have in the back this weekend. Um, but also, um, I've been doing like a watch along, so I've been watching it with um Shomla at Miss Awesome Saucy. That's mm-hmm. her um handle. and she had never seen it before, and I'm just like prepare yourself for 90s <laughs> cheese fest for this first season but it's amazing it like she loved it like we i think we like tackled the first season in like four days yeah, <laughs> which is easy to do because the first season's only 12 episodes but now we started season two yesterday and we watched three episodes and we're going to continue on today um but i was just like she's really loving it and I just love introducing people to things that I love and then they love it. It makes me feel validated. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm just like, like seasons just get better and better and better. I just like, I love it so much.
0: That is a show that's really stood the test of time. Like what do you think it is about Buffy that, still holds i mean it is very much a time capsule for the 90s and you know early to i don't know how long it ran but yeah Mm -hmm. what do you think it is that like it is still something that people can watch today
2: i mean through the seasons buffy goes through a lot of um things like just time periods and like she starts in high school then she does a little stint in college and then into adulthood and Like, yeah, she's a vampire slayer and she's fighting all these supernatural forces and she's in danger constantly like that. And you see her strength and her durability and, you know, just her leadership in those aspects. But it's also the quiet moments like her as a high school student just dealing with stuff in high school or her as a college student dealing with first love, dealing with Spoiler alert, the death of her mother, you know, it's kind of like those real life things that you're just like, oh, shit, like this, like, yeah, it's a paranormal, kind of like almost funny, making fun of itself kind of thing. But then you get these really serious topics that, you know, it it helps a lot of people get through those things themselves. And yeah. it doesn't matter what time period is like, yeah, 90s, you see like people talking on like their ancient cell phones or like the uh-huh. early bird laptops or whatever, and <laughs> and that kind of like snaps it back like oh shit or like the hairstyle the clothes like oh yeah this is really old but those those things that she faces it's it's timeless you know yeah. it really is
0: literally like the whole season i was like i need every song on a mixtape okay like the <laughs> <Yeah>. 90s <laughs> grunge when like yeah. when they're
2: in those club scenes the i'm bronze. like oh, yeah yes. the bronze. <laughs> <laughs> Like, do, do people really go to like teenage clubs? Because I never did. <laughs> I never did. <laughs> like, like they're studying at the Bronze, and they're like, "Like, really?" Do kids, do teenagers today
0: get like Buffy level TV? I
1: don't know. Well, I mean, the um, so it's it's CW now, right? Yeah, it's CW. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that format is is very you know, th- th- it's like a, a mold for them. So yeah. you've got. One Tree Hill, you've yeah. got even the superhero shows like oh, yeah. um, uh, Arrow and Supergirl, there's a lot of melodrama in uh-huh. those. It's not just about, you know, the, the superpowers mm-hmm. and, and the, the fighting and things like that. So I think for a certain demographic, they just eat that stuff up.
0: Yeah,
2: for sure. Yeah,
1: I
0: love
2: the drama in those shows, too. But my husband, when we were watching Arrow and Supergirl and The Flash, like Uh whenever like dramatic scenes or like the love interest or like there's drama with, you know, a couple or something, he's like, oh, I hate this. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah and, and you know I hate I mean I'm the same way like for for a romance reader for such a hard you know diehard romance reader it's interesting that that I, I can't take those shows I've tried so hard I'm like on it's taken me like two years to get to episode 11 of Supergirl because oh. it's just <laughs> two years here. <laughs> it takes so I just need, you need much be effort like for the, me to just,
2: just fast forward just yeah, fast forward yeah. <laughs> that is so funny because i love the relationship scenes <laughs> oh my gosh like
1: yeah if it well if it was i guess it's just the the serialization of it and they have to have they constantly have to have drama so couples yeah. don't stay together they break up they get back together they be, or so it takes forever that,
2: for them to get yeah, together
1: ex- exactly exactly mm-hmm. <laughs> like and i i just have to say too just going back to buffy real quick here yeah. so um as a child the movie buffy the vampire slayer came out perfect and, oh kristen swanson and childhood <laughs> me had a very deep relationship and i I was a bit salty when the show came out, and it was and it like, who is this? It
2: was a Sarah Michelle Gellar. Where's yeah. Christy Swanson? This is ridiculous. <laughs>
0: Little Heaven, people by Toad the Wet Sprocket. Like that end again. The music, Buffy <laughs> in the music, man. Like the people who put the, the soundtracks together. Shout out to you. <laughs> <laughs> Luke Perry was a dream in that movie.
2: i forgot about that oh my god yeah uh, yeah. Uh (laughs) you know i was one of those that you know i had watched the show first and then i'm just like oh there's a there's a movie and i went back and watched it and i'm like oh my god this is the best yeah (laughs) (laughs) i didn't realize (laughs) until
0: talking to you and it made sense that Buffy the show literally does pick up after the movie. I didn't yeah. real, I hadn't put that together because it's been so long since I watched the movie before I started the show, and I was like, "Oh, yeah. Nicole, put me yeah. on
2: game." <laughs> <laughs> after the gym burned down and they had to move from <laughs> LA to move into Sunnydale, and it literally just picks right up, you know. And um, so I'm just like, "Oh, okay, like that makes a whole lot of sense." Yeah. 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 Well, this has been great. Yeah. Thank you guys for hanging out. Of Thank course. you for having us. Plug your stuff. Where can everybody find you?
1: Go ahead, Nicole. <laughs>
2: uh, well, uh, you can find me on all social medias with, at some form of "Who picked this book?" Um, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. I'm on Tumblr, but I'm not on there a lot. Like I'm not, no. <laughs> but yeah, so, I was low key thinking of making a Tumblr, and I'm like, do people still use this? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it just used out the aesthetics.
2: <laughs> I think. I think on. Either I think it's on Instagram. If you post something on Instagram and you have a Tumblr that's linked, you can also post it. Like so, it's like a one-two thing where I don't even actually oh, cool. have to get on to Tumblr. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay, okay. But yeah, it's not. It's not. I don't. I don't use it a whole lot. I don't really understand Tumblr. Okay. Um, but yeah so yeah you can find me there
1: and you can find me on youtube and on twitter and instagram uh, my instagram handle is the book brood adventures uh that's uh it's repurposed from the old channel so uh, <laughs> but everything else you can find me at aaron's reading room
0: who's your next category romance journey author pick
1: so right now i just started home for the holidays by amy denman so this just okay. released Hello. okay yeah.
0: And that's book two. Did you read the other one it's, already?
1: I, I haven't read it yet. Okay. No. so I'm I'm just jumping right into book two to yeah. you know, oh, promote, probably, promote the new release.
0: Yeah, they're probably not. Oh yeah,
1: I've I so um, Anna J Stewart. I I've jumped in book nine in her uh, Butterfly Harbor <laughs> series, and it went just fine. So, okay. yeah, so I'm I'm never worried about jumping in uh, anywhere nine. in the series. <laughs>
0: Nicole, who's the next, what's the next Julianne Lindsay? Do we have one?
2: Um, The next Julianne Lindsay, I mean, I'm reading a couple of her um, arcs right now. She kind of. A couple of her arcs. A couple of her arcs. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Well, she she did have this amateur sleuth series uh, called the Patient Price uh, Mystery Series that she, now that she's, you know, self-publishing and she has her own um, publishing house, she is like kind of like revamping it and republishing it. So I have the first two books as arcs for those that I have to, you know, read and do that. But as for book club, I don't think we're reading a Julie and Lindsay until March. So because that's when like... That's
1: Jen's book. That's
2: Jen's book. Yes. (laughs) I'm so excited for her. And I was just like, how's the family? You have a husband and a son. That's so nice. (laughs) But uh, yeah, uh, Jen Jen, my... Uh, co host for Who Picked This Book Club, Julian Lindsay has um, put her as a character in one of the books. And so you yeah, Oh we're reading my that. gosh. We're reading that in March. So it's gonna be it's gonna be fantastic. But yeah, her new it's stuff. Be
1: awesome.
2: Uh she kind of like took a little, you know, break this beginning part of the year, you know, and new stuff is starting in
1: March. So that's what okay. we're doing. She deserves a break. She, she does. does. <laughs> Eleven, <laughs>
0: 11
2: books she published last year. 11.
0: And again, Nicole's reading a couple of her arcs.
2: So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. <it> just
2: saying. <laughs> no. Actually, I have three, but. I do have three. I have I have Jen's book as an ARC too. So, <laughs> Oh, I love
0: that so much.
2: <laughs> what an honor. Like, come on. Oh, no. <laughs> I know, but I'm like biting off more than I can chew because I'm just like, yes, I will do anything for you. Yes, give me all the books. And I'm just like, oh, three. Okay. Yeah, three. <laughs> it's fine. Then, you know, it's like I have – I'm like beta reading for Whitney and then also someone else emailed me a, like something of their work and I'm just like, okay. <laughs> So I'm doing a lot of reading. It's just not reflected in my story graph challenge. And story graphs like, you're two books behind schedule. And I'm just like, shut up, story graph. <laughs> technically I'm not. I'm beta reading.
0: <laughs> make this reading count. I know, right?
2: I want to lower my goal just to make that go away. I <laughs> <laughs> don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> Wait, what are you at already this year, though? 22.
0: Okay. i saw somebody on goodreads i was like you've read 60 books already in january how 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 i
1: i it must be novellas or something
0: novellas there was a lot of historical like old school historical romance and i'm like are you finding these on audio like i i haven't hit 20 and you're making me feel like a failure but (laughs) it's fine (laughs) As long as you're
2: reading, you're winning. I'm reading. That's all that matters. (laughs) And we're also writing. So double yay for us.
0: Yeah. Well, listeners, check the show notes. I will have links to all the places where you keep up with Nicole and Aaron. And, of course, they'll both be back pretty soon, you know? (laughs) 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 All righty, guys. We will talk to you all later. Thanks for listening. Have a good day, everybody.